welcome to episode 11 of the Massive Attack Podcast. Welcome to my world mini episodes. I'm Joe, and with me as usual is Mitch. G'day! And we're actually going to do something slightly different tonight. Normally on these minis we... are going to wear pants. No, we're not going to wear pants. Oh, cool. I was no. going to say, don't change it up too much. <laughs> Normally on these minis we kind of have a topic and we both pick sort of something that relates to that topic. Only tonight we're just going to go with one topic and we're going to have a little discussion about the new Netflix series Queer Eye. Yeah. Which is a reboot of the early 2000s Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Are there no new ideas? No, apparently Good. there's That's not. That's cool, I'm happy with that. Because people just have short attention spans now. Yeah. So yes, Netflix is out of nowhere, really. Mm, like we which didn't is even, the way Netflix works now at the moment. Yeah. So we, like all of a sudden, here's the thing. We didn't mention this on our things we're looking forward to during the year. No. But it dropped a couple of weeks ago now, mm-hmm. eight episodes. And within the first week of it dropping, I've watched all eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I am hooked. I just love the show. And then I kind of realized that, yeah, I like the original quite a lot too. Mm. Mm. But anyway, shall we jump in and have a bit of a... A brief rundown. Should we talk about the old one first? Okay. The OGs? The All original right. gays? Yes. All right, let's All talk right. about the original one. So We're two, two, way back in 2003. Three. I was going to say two, I was wrong. No, 2003 till 2007. Yeah. A total of five seasons. 100 episodes. And how many of them did you watch this week? Uh, I've been, well, full disclosure, I was a bit crook. Now, we, we talked about what are we going to talk about, and I watched Queer Eye. Put you onto Queer Eye, you watch Queer Eye, and we go, why don't we do Queer Eye? <laughs> okay, so it's like, well, I've been doing some research. I was crook. I was home. Well, one, my family was sick, so I stayed home from work, and while they were napping, I watched. Then I got sick, so <laughs> I watched more. So I, I watched a bit in the last three days. I've actually watched a lot of episodes. I did watch it back in the day when it was the thing, but like like most of those things, it sort of got old very quickly. Yeah, I don't remember watching all 100 episodes at the time. No, it was, it was really a flash. When it first came out, it was like, this is the biggest thing ever, and then they tried to make the Australian one and all this sort of stuff, and then it just became on mm. TV. You didn't yeah. have to catch it. It wasn't like must-see TV because it was always sort of there. Yeah. And so I don't remember watching a lot, but we were, I was showing a few clips to you on YouTube tonight, and you go, I remember that episode, oh, I watched this one, that's when this happens, and I like this one, so. The Bravo you, Twins. And you had on videotape. I did. And watched a lot, apparently. Yeah. So you're a bigger fan than me. I think even in the early days of downloading, I went back and downloaded them, and I had them on a, a VCD. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you could play it anywhere. Mm. Mm. But no. Yeah. The new one has mm-hmm. dropped. Yep. And as I said, eight episodes, brand new Fab Five. and Controversial. It's, yeah, probably. There's that makes little, sense. Yeah. Don't want a bunch of old queens now telling you how to dress. No, you've I mean, got a bunch you. of new, young, hip. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. But in typical Netflix fashion, they did drop all of them at once. Yep. Eight episodes. And I think it's probably a good thing because as you said, you, you kind of would get over it quickly. Yeah, if they did any more than eight, you'd sort of go, oh yeah, I, I've, I've, I've got my fix. But with eight, it was enough. Eight is enough. Bit of Dick Van Patten. Willie Ames. Yeah. Eight Willie was a- and Dick. <laughs> How appropriate. Yeah, so with, with eight being, you sort of get to the end of that going, I want more. So you're a bit excited going, all right, give me. So when they drop another in a couple of months or whenever they do it, mm. you'll be ready for more. But if they did something like 20 episodes or something, you'd be like, yeah, I've had enough. I think as well, you can see that they're doing it just to make sure there's still the interest there because they're not going all over America and doing a lot of well, the original, travel. Well, the original one was pretty much always New York from memory. Yeah. Or not far of. from New, New York. New York, sort of upstate New York, the states around New York. This yeah. one is all Georgia. Pretty much Atlanta and rural Georgia. Mm. Mm. The South. Yeah. And the difference this time? More rednecks. They got a black guy. 
Well, they had a black guy in the original. Well, I, that is I didn't true. remember. I ha- I did. I was watching one of my episodes on my YouTube watching. I was like, who's that dude? I don't know him. But apparently, yeah, there were two episodes of the black guy in the uh, culture role. Because mm-hmm. for those who don't know, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is a show where you've got five gay guys go and make over a straight guy. Now that sort of changed after a while. They just changed their name after season three to just Queer Eye, where they just made over people yep. to get rid of the stigma that gay guys are better at fashion. Gay guys are... They just... No, no, no. We'll just move on. And yeah, so you have a fashion dude. You have a grooming dude. You have a food dude. You have a culture dude. And interior design dude. The fact I'm calling them all dudes is just so counterintuitive. But yeah, apparently the first two episodes were done with a different culture guy Mm. and they replaced him with Jai. Jai Rodriguez. Jai Rodriguez, yes. The Mm. actor. Mm. Mm. Your favourite apparently. Oh, I think so. Do you have a favourite? I was trying to work out if I had a favourite every episode. Of I, I had a, a favourite Who was your favourite in OG? I don't know. I, I initially liked Ted, the food guy. Yeah. But then I've heard really a lot of But at the time you liked Ted. Yeah. yeah was since maybe you've changed. But at the time, Ted was your guy. Because you look like Greg Proops. Because he was the, I guess, the least flamboyant of the them. snarky one. Yeah. And, you know, he, and he was the food guy. And you're a food guy. And I like food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably a Ted guy. Yeah. But watching it again this week, I've become a Tom guy. See, I don't And like I, I never thought that. The no. Paul Reiser looking dude. See, I don't think Paul Reisler. I think John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I became a Tom guy. Maybe because mm. I'm older, I'm more into interior design. Mm. I never liked Cayenne or Cayenne, whatever his name was. No, well, that's because you're not into transcendental meditation and Buddhist yoga. No. He's a wanker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe was kind of cool. No, I didn't like Joe. You look like Deep Roy. (laughs) I was never a fan of Carson. He was a whirlwind you got absorbed into. Mm. He just is. It wasn't a, yeah. You want to be friends with Carson because you know you'd be having fun, but no. No, no, I don't think so. I don't like him since because I've seen him on all shows since. Like he seems to be a go-to guy whenever you need someone for a five-second spiel about something. Yeah. And he's sort of a bit drinks his own toilet water or whatever the term is. (laughs) Is that a term? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's right. what I think, yeah. Mm. All right, so the new guys on the new okay. season, there's Bobby, who was the design expert. Yeah, he's a, yeah. Anthony, who was the food guy. Fuck that guy. There is Jonathan, the hair guy, who really annoyed me in the start. Yes. But then by the end of it, I just loved him. I didn't love him, but yes, he did annoy me. At the start, I was like, whoa, just cool your pies. Just, <laughs> just yeah. seriously, just calm down. He was over the top. yeah. Uh, there's Tan, the fashion guy. Yeah. And, and lastly, there's Karamo, the culture dude, mm. who most of the time he was kind of my favourite. Now, the format of the show, as I said before, was you get these five dudes come to your house and like a big gay whirlwind, just steamroll into your place and tear your house to shreds, tear your wardrobe to shreds, your fashion, your hair, your everything, and just belittle you down to everything. (laughs) Then take you away and build you up again by, you know, taking your shopping, redoing your house, redoing your whatever it is you want to fix. Either you stuffed up your wedding or you you want to propose to someone or you want to meet new people or whatever it is, they will fix it and they'll teach you how to do some food. Yeah. Make food or A couple of something. slices of orange and avocado <laughs> with some kind of drizzle yeah, on yeah. top. So, so it was funny because I watched the new Queer Eye again. I'm watching it going, oh, yeah. And they, like the first episode, they came in like a whirlwind yeah. and just tore through shit. They're going through people's houses. They're wearing their clothes. They're, I felt a bit offended when they went through the Indian dude's closet and they were sort of coming out with some of his clothes on. I was like, whoa, just, just, 
chill, chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Just calm down. Yeah, um, there was another episode with the dude that had a lot of kids yeah. and they were going through his kitchen and they were like making fun of all the food that he had in the kitchen. And I was like, well, you don't know that he's the one that's cooking. It might be mm. his wife that's actually yeah. in charge of the, the cooking. An issue with sippy cups. Yes. They did have a lot of sippy cups. Oh, an awful lot of sippy cups. Um, yeah, and I thought, oh yeah, that's what it used to be like. But going back and watching some of the old episodes, nowhere near as big a whirlwind no. as it is now. Now it's sort of like, well, we just, just cool your pies. Just and they're a lot more handsy in the new season. They're very touchy. Yeah. A bit uncomfortable touchy. Yeah, in a couple of episodes. Again, could, that Indian dude, you could really tell that he, he was uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And by the end of it, he was fine. But at the yep. start, he was not in a good way. But yeah, it was sort of weird. And going back and watching the old episodes, it was like, no, they're nowhere near as gay. Seriously, they're not. Yep. And it's interesting because they did compare the two. I watched a few clips, you know, with the new guys talking about the show and what's different and this and that. The first one was like awareness. This is about acceptance. Yeah, so, that's you probably know, a good bef- way to put it. Yeah, so this one's a lot different. Now, I asked you before we recorded, how many times did you cry watching these eight episodes? I, I think probably at least three episodes got me. Yep, same. <laughs> and I think the one the, the one that got me the most, there's an episode where there is uh, an African... Spoilers here. For yeah, yeah, if you haven't watched it, definitely... <laughs> We're going to go super spoilers. But the episode where they make over the African-American guy that wants to come out of the closet to his stepmom after his dad's passed away. Yep. The bit where he's explaining it to his his stepmom by writing a letter to his dad and he's reading it out. That yep. really got me. Mm-hmm. And gee, I was watching it with my wife and my wife turned around and went, there's no way that his stepmom doesn't know that he's gay. <laughs> But it was a really touching episode. Yes. And I, I thought the same. I, I I was emotional three times in the series too. I watched a smattering of episodes of the original. Yep. Didn't get emotional once. No. So it was a, it's a very different show. But something that does annoy me with this, because we've gone through who was our original, the OGs. Yep. Now we're the next generation. Do you have a favourite? Because. Well, I think I mentioned before that I had a, a different favourite. <laughs> well, not for that, but All right. I had All right. a different favourite almost right. every episode. So we've got, let's go through them. So we've got Caramo, yep. who is the culture guy. Yeah. He's African-American. Yes. He was from the real world. Is that what it was? Yeah, apparently he was on he the was real world. a reality show. And yep. he's got kids somehow. It was a shock to him, apparently. So I don't know. I haven't really gone into his story. I can understand having one kid that you don't know about, <laughs> but he's actually got two. Yeah, that and he, he, know, he doesn't yeah. know about it now. No, he knows about them. He's got now. custody to them. Yeah. So I don't know, but he's a culture guy. Yeah, and he's like, very I liked cultured. him from the start. He's, he's he comes across very cultured, and he's him. well educated because he's gone to university and he's got himself a social work degree. Yes, and he is a licensed social worker. That's great, and that, that comes, comes across. In, we'll come to that in a sec. Yeah. All right. So then we have Bobby. Did you say? Yeah, Bobby, the, the design, design guy. Now he is. You'd lose him in a room. Yeah, he's a bit nothing. Yes, he's very white. You could say. Yeah. It just does ineffectual. And in the show, he's ineffectual because it's sort of hard. Because with the format of the show, when they take them off to do stuff, the most you can do as the interior decorator guy is you meet them at Bed Bath and Beyond. Yep. And you go, all right, let's mix some of these sheets and these curtains. And then they fuck off. Yeah. And the next thing you know is they've come back to the house and they've totally regenerated. Yeah, exactly. He, so he does over the house rather than the person, person. himself. So yeah. the closest they get to have time with the, with the straight guy or the, the guy is pretty much at a Bed Bath and Beyond or something mm. like that. Yeah. Now, that's what Tom used to do. Now, now in the original show, and Tom, Tom's good. I like Tom. Like I said, became a fave. So that was Bobby. Well, before you go too far on Bobby, yeah. spoilers again. The episode where there is the very religious dude that has the six kids. Yes, Bobby kind of has his moment because every one of these episodes, there is a moment where one of the, the Fab Five will have some sort of connection, Big, deep and meaningful conversation. Yeah. So this. 
this one guy is very religious and he's talking about how he wasn't sure about how his church would feel about having these five gay guys come into his life. And Bobby talks about how he used to be very religious and it was kind of him deciding that he was gay that made him realize that religion's a bit of a sham mm. and he stopped being religious. And there was that whole sort of oh, yeah, juxtaposition about between acceptance. Yeah. They accepted each other. They did. Yeah. And it seemed to be a bit of a theme. So we'll get back to that. Mm. Okay. So then we have Tan, who is a, let's just tick some boxes, Pakistani Muslim. Yes. Married to a Mormon. Yeah. Immigrant, because he's yes. from England, actually. Born in England. Born yep. in England, Pakistani of descent, married to a Mormon. Yep. As you do. Runs his own fashion company. And great hair. Do you reckon? I think so. I don't I, know. I mean, that suits him. Hmm. It looked terrible on me, but it rocks him. You just we'll wish he had the, that much hair. We'll get to bad hair in a sec. Don't get me wrong. Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to Jonathan now. Jonathan is the grooming guy. He, basically, every queer eye episode, we're going to cut your hair off. If you've got long hair, we're going to cut it, and we're going to trim your eyebrows because they're bushy. Oh, you've got a monobrow. Yep. Or a neck beard, so we're going to shave that. And exfoliate. Mm. Yep, so he's there, but he is the the Carson of this generation. Yeah. The the more flamboyant of the lot. Yep. Yep, and then we have Anthony. Yeah, who's the cooking guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, like him. a lot of people don't like him for some reason. I, I, I don't. This is a voice. Really? Because I reckon it's his voice that does it for me. <laughs> stone and stupid. There's a lot of stuff that's coming out about me in this episode, isn't there? <laughs> I, I really liked him. I okay. just found the way he talked, he's got that sort of... Pathetic. Layback. No, it sounds... It's not pathetic. It does sound pathetic. Mm. But yeah, so... But it's, like you said, everyone has a moment. Like every episode, there's one episode where they're in Georgia, like you said, yep. and they try to make over this NASCAR-loving copper. Yeah. And it's quite funny the start. I won't ruin the start. If you do watch it, we'll just let that go. But he does have a talk to a copper. And Caramo, who is African-American, yep. is talking about being a black guy and cops. And there was a Black Lives Matter and a bit of a discussion back and forth. And it's like, it was felt very staged to me, but it was important. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's, that's not a bad conversation it had. Nothing was said that was wrong. You know, they hugged it out at the end because it's sort of like, you listen to me, I listen to you. Why can't we all just get along? It's great. There's nothing wrong with the sentiment there. It felt a bit staged, but it was and good. And they bonded over rap music while they were driving oh, yeah, around as well. They were both in the Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> yes. why, why wouldn't you be? Yeah, that was fine. Yep. Um, that was all kind of cool. But it's like everyone was trying to have their moment. And that's what I felt with this series. Like, and that's what Anthony kept trying to do. Like, but he did. He has he nothing. Had his moment. He, In the episode with the guy that came out to his stepmom, yeah. Anthony had this really and good he discussion. Lied. He did not he lie. He did lie. All right. So he had this big discussion about how when he first came out, he jumped headfirst into the gay lifestyle and went to some yeah, you know, Greek island and, thing and was and, dressing all flamboyantly. And then he realized it just wasn't him. Because exactly. the, guy, the gay guy that were, who was coming out to his family and friends, he didn't want to be flamboyant. Or feminine. And it's like, you don't have to be. Yeah. And th that's great. It's all these sentiments are fantastic. But Anthony's there saying, I'm not flamboyant. I'm very subtle. I'm very down to earth. I don't wear anything outrageous. And they, at the end of every show, they sit down with their cocktails and they watch their work in progress. Yeah. And he's there in a freaking grey tartan suit. And a stupid hat. It's like, yeah, you don't dress flamboyantly yeah, at all. Yeah, but then Bobby was wearing like some Bobby red suit jacket and a pair of shorts with a bow tie. Bobby doesn't say he doesn't dress flamboyantly. Anthony lied. Just to get his moment. Mm. He's a liar. But he was wearing a Strokes t-shirt, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I think he had an Arcade Fire t-shirt on another episode, oh, so that's probably why you fire. really hate him. Oh, that's probably... <laughs> yeah. So everyone sort of gets their moment, but 
Well, all right, let's get back to so Tan is the fashion guy, and what does he suggest? Skinnier jeans rather yeah. than cargo pants, mm. and a print shirt rather than a t-shirt. Pretty much for everyone, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, almost exactly everyone, with some little tweaks. Yep, I didn't see any tweaks in there. Tweaks. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so it's a lot more straightforward. Like, Carson was the equivalent in the old series, and I am so mincing my arms about when I talk at the moment, because I've watched way too much of this show. (laughs) But yeah, so Carson was a bit extreme with some of his fashion choices. Like, he gets away with it, because he he, he goes, oh, use some of your old ties as a belt. It's just a good accessory. It's like, no, if I dress like that and went to work with a ties belt, someone's like, what's the homeless dude doing here? <laughs> you know, it doesn't work. You know, it's sort of like it works for him because of the way he dresses and the, the rest of the haute couture that he's wearing. Yeah. But no, you just can't. I can't wear my Transformers full of Cybertron t-shirt, me fucking bluegrass jeans and a tie for a belt and people go, yeah, that looks all right. No, it doesn't work that way. The other thing that really got me is when they were trying on suits with one dude and he didn't have, actually they've got like some guy who was a model in the shop over <laughs> and he didn't have fucking socks on. <laughs> he was wearing this really nice suit, but it was it's, like it's a couple of inches too short it's a fashion. and slip on shoes with no yeah, socks. I, and I was like, it's not Miami it's Vice. It's not me, but I understand that's fashion now. I couldn't do it. It's not me. No. Yeah. yeah. So he's a lot more conservative compared to what Carson was doing back in the day. And I remember watching Carson back going, some of these things are a bit out there. Mm. When Carson was dressing someone in their 50s or older, he was a lot more conservative with his suggestions. Yeah. Oh, this is for you and this and that. But when he got someone younger, he just goes over the top. And it's like, not everyone dresses like you. Yeah. And that's where he sort of was a bit too, too much sometimes. Where Tan is very conservative. He's more conservative than than yeah than Carson was. Yeah, which is I, fine because it makes sense because you've got to stick with this. All well and good that you you know oh here's my new wardrobe now. It's like you've got to maintain it and yeah. you've got to keep going with it and it's going to mix and match. And I'm not wearing a fucking tie for a belt. But yeah, a couple of the dudes were very much the cargo shorts, flip flops. Yep. Especially the the cop guy. Mm. And it was good that they kind of said to him, yeah, you can, you can still be pants. casual <laughs> and be pants and and even like one of the other dudes, they were like, you can still wear runners, but don't wear running shoes where. <laughs> casual trainers sort of thing. And it it makes sense. So that all makes sense. But Bobby Hive had a problem. He's the interior design guy. Now, all right, with the gay guy they made over, his apartment was kind of small, but he did a really good job of that. But he doesn't like cupboard doors in the kitchen. Yeah. Now, that's not functional. Where do you hide stuff? Yep. You know, if you've got four bowls and two cups, that's fine. That sits on your shelf beautifully. But as soon as you go anywhere bigger than that, you've got no more storage. Yes, it looks good in a display home. It looks good on a photo in an Ikea catalogue. It's not functional. And that's why I hate it when they put like 14,000 fucking candles on a coffee table and two strategically placed very boutique fucking magazines. That's not functional. Yeah. Where do you put your fucking pizza boxes? Under the couch? <laughs> At my house we do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I used to do. <laughs> yeah, so it's, 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 it looks like if you're doing a display home, it looks great. Yeah. But I but can really you keep it up. I don't, it's not a maintainable thing. It's, I like some of his ideas on the house with all the kids. Like the storage for all the This is where kids. I have a huge issue as well. Okay. There's probably at least one thing about every episode that kind of pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's got a family with six kids and they made over their kitchen, but they didn't give them a dishwasher. Oh, that really got that. to me. Oh. And a little bit later on, they made over that black guy's house that was living in his grandmother's <laughs> house. They gave him a dishwasher. Yeah. And it's like, well, you didn't give it to the family. Maybe they, ran but, out, but they did a lot to that house. Yeah. They did an awful lot to the house. <laughs> yeah. It needed it. It definitely did. But yeah, there's probably. Most of Bobby's makeovers I really liked, except the NASCAR guy, because mm. he had his little party room down in the basement. Oh, they fucked that up. And, <laughs> and they brought it up into the, the main house, and it was like, well, 
just you don't over the rest of the family yeah, exactly. now. Exactly. How does his wife feel about the fact that he's got this NASCAR stripe down the middle of his kitchen? I did like that paint job. But yeah, it's oh, not, of course not for did. a family. <laughs> yeah. And again, as much as I want to say I like Anthony, the fact that most of the stuff that he taught them yeah, how to cook. because like, yeah, maybe we should get like avocado and grapefruit and drizzle shit on it. And that's fucking food apparently. No. Yeah. No, it's not. And then he was teaching the other guy how to make grilled cheese sandwiches as like a fancy dinner party. His ideas were terrible as well. Forget the fact that he annoyed me as a person. His food, like, I mean, to set it up with the first, literally, he had to set up some food for some dude who doesn't cook much, so he just made a little appetizer. And it literally was scooped out bits of avocado with a slice of grapefruit Grapefruit. into, you know, Grapefruit, avocado, grapefruit, avocado, grapefruit on a long dish, and he drizzled some fucking sauce that he made on. That's that's an appetizer. That's what people are going, oh my God, look what he made. This is amazing. But I think you need to take it into perspective, though, that this guy, when they first got to his house, was drinking pickle juice. <laughs> so from going from pickle juice to having an avocado salad, but it's, not, it's probably a big jump. Hmm. I don't know. The quesadillas were a pretty good idea that he did later on. That, that was an appetizer. That's all he's given him. It's yeah. an appetizer. It was a silly choice. It's very wanky. It's very hipster sort of food. It's yeah. not functional. It's not going forward. It's not helping him going forward. That's his go-to dish now. When he turns up to someone's house, if he's invited to a party, he's going to bring that. It's going to be terrible by the time it gets there. You know what avocado does? It spoils. Yeah. It's stupid. Anthony set it off from wrong, and he never did a meal once where it's like, oh, that's kind of smart. What about the hot dogs in the fireman episode? The rapiest of all the episodes. <laughs> um, I did like the idea of the crushed chips on top. Or crisps or whatever they were. Corn yeah. chips. Right? I don't yeah. like the way he says Dijon mustard. That really pisses me off too. <laughs> so in typical Massive Attack podcast fashion, <laughs> we've gone from saying, yeah, we really like this program to just absolutely no, I like it except him. Asshole. Except him. <laughs> anyway, it has right. definitely evoked a, 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 a response from us because we have enjoyed it so well, much. Well, there's a response. We haven't talked about one fella yet. Which one? Jonathan. Oh, yes, of course. The, the final of the Fab Five. Yeah. The new Fab Five. So he is the hair guy. He's the grooming guy. And Who he, needs a fucking haircut? Yeah, he's long-haired, had it up in like a top knot at one stage. That's when he looks good. You reckon? I think so. Like he's had it in weird plaits and he's had the top knot and all that, and that's where it looks great. It's like you're wearing it, you're doing something with it. Here I am, the straight guy for the queer guy, saying, yes, you're doing it well. But when it looks down, it's just like, poor man's Jesus. It doesn't look good. And Andrew WK. <laughs> Or Shawn Michaels. He does look like Shawn Michaels. Mm. Yeah, so it's sort of like, I'm taking grooming tips from you? But like I said, when it's up or he's doing something with it, it's like, yeah, you look like a guy who knows what you're doing. But when it's down, it's just like, you're wearing a cardigan, tracky tacks and long hair? What the hell am I listening to you for? But it's the way he wears it, I guess. But he did win me over. That first episode, I'm thinking, you're going to annoy me. And like I said, that first episode when they came in like a whirlwind and just were like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, calm down, guys. This is just a little too much. Yep. But I got used to it. Again, I must say that there is bits that annoy me, but then there's bits that they did that I really liked. Just on a small note, I do think it's good that he actually gets in there and cuts hair. He doesn't just take them somewhere and show them for a decent haircut. Because I don't think Kyan actually cut their hair. Sometimes he did, but he was more a um, product guy. Yeah. But it was this, but at least, this show is all about product placement. Yeah. But at least Jonathan gets in there now and gives someone a haircut and groups. He does, them. but the thing is they also go to a salon. And they show the salon on the telly, so I'm sure they get paid by Probably. the salon, or they get paid by Bed Bath and Beyond or Target. Because that's the thing; it's a, it's a bit low rent this show compared to the New York one, because it was all high fashion, big name stuff. But because they're in the land of Georgia, they're a bit they're hamstrung, and they've, and they've been on one of the shows talking about this thing. Mm. You know, the New York show they they could go anywhere. 
you know, there's boutique retro clothing stores, there's boutique fashion, you know, retro yeah, vintage, furniture stores and stuff, and stuff like that. Up. Where in Atlanta, we've got to make do with what we got. And there's still boutique stuff. Atlanta's a big fucking city. Yeah, but they were in Marietta or somewhere, Savannah, yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. And there's, you know, one of them, they went to Target. But in a way, I kind of agree with that because that, that makes was more sense. the guy that was working three jobs, had his six kids, mm. couldn't really afford to keep up a lifestyle if they I mean, the reason he didn't have new clothes was because the kids had to get clothes before he did. Yeah. I mean, it was very altruistic of him and, and it's lovely. And it's sort of like, well, this makes sense. You can do it with Target. You know, it's not all about high fashion. Yeah. Because that's but, the thing. You've got to maintain these sort of things. If you make these lifestyle changes and that's what it's all about, yeah. you've got to be able to maintain it. Because I'd love to go and get a whole new wardrobe for Mantons. I can't afford that. I can't afford to walk in. Yeah. You know, but I'd but love I, it. I did like the fact as well that they didn't make over just the dad. They brought clothes for the kids to wear to that special party as well. Mm. So Target makes sense. Yep. And one of the other ones, the guy was not quite as pointy-toity and they took him to like Banana Republic or something, I think it was, mm. which is, you know, like your JJ's. I'm sure they all Hot get their money. Or something. Yeah. But, you know, it's sort of like, but it's all a bit more realistic. Exactly. Which is great. Mm. You know, it's attainable, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. So I liked it. But speaking of this, you know, obviously there is a lot of product placement in this show. Yeah. Doing a bit of research in it, you found the same thing as I did. Yeah. That there was, they've done a few versions of this around the world. They did one in, was it Finland or somewhere Yeah, like some that? Scandinavian country. Yeah, they got in trouble <laughs> for a little too much product place. I'm thinking, too much? Have you watched the originals? Have you watched the <laughs> They've never seen Transformers? Yes, so it must be pretty bad. Yeah, would have been. But in my research, I actually did find a copy of the UK version, and I watched that thinking, this is going to be great. UK queens, this is going to be fun. They weren't really that bad. No, not even that little clip you showed me. They, one of them just seemed like a lad. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, because I was thinking, oh, these guys are going to be over the top. And it's like, no. And I think because in the UK, queens and queers have been around and out a bit. Yeah. Not longer, but, but I, a I, bit more, more accepted. accepted. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, whatever, we're queer. <laughs> so like, what, you know, it doesn't really matter. They're not putting it on. So, yeah, it was a bit not as exciting because they were a bit subdued by comparison. One guy did look like he should have been Duran Duran. Like I said, one was a lad. <laughs> they threw a poo at a wall. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was that was a dog that, poo, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's all right then. Yeah, so that, that the first episode is on YouTube. I found yeah. that one, so it's Queer Eye UK. If you want to look for that, there is an Australian version where I think six episodes aired before it was axed, and I think they played the final six they filmed later on. Mm. And my hairdresser actually auditioned for the grooming guy in it. He really? didn't get it, obviously, but he auditioned. He could have nominated you if he got in. He could have. I well, would I had my long hair. No, I, I would have cut my long hair at the time. I would have been perfect for it. Because yes. I still now, they would shave my head and cut my beard off. They could teach you how to be more romantic to your wife. They're going to teach me how to make a fucking grapefruit salad. They awesome. Yeah. So that I couldn't find any clips of that, unfortunately, because I would have liked to have seen how the Aussies did it. But there are German and there's all these other countries out there, but I couldn't find any clips for that. But I did a bit of research and found the UK. Mm. And... A lot of episodes are on YouTube. Yeah. So if you do get a bug, if you watch your eight on Netflix and go, I want some more Queer Eye, there's plenty for you. I think you. it's even on Foxtel. I think Arena or one of those channels late at night shows the original. And there was another spin-off. Was it? Queer Eye for the Straight Girl or yeah, something Queer like Eye that. for the Girl. Anyway, and it was like four guys and one girl and they were the gal pals mm. and they would make her over. Because like I said, they got rid of the straight guy at the end of the time, at yep. the end of the title because it was not about that anymore. And that didn't last very long either. Mm. But, you know, the guys have done well out of it. The original, the OGs. Yeah. I went and had a look at their celebrity net worth. Take it for what it's will. It's probably all lies and made up. But Carson's doing all right. He's worth a nice eight mil. Ted and Jai are worth about five. Well, again, both Ted and Jai went on to other things afterwards. Like Jai 
was an actor in quite a few big part type TV stuff. Mm-hmm. And Ted went on to be the host of Chopped and Chopped Junior, Chopped Junior, a, and a couple He's of cooking a lot competitions. Of cooking yeah, Ryan's worth about four mil apparently. Kyan, sorry. Yeah, and I couldn't find a realistic number for Tom, but I know Tom had his own business before the show, so I think he was doing all right beforehand. And he got a sponsorship deal with Pier Twenty One, which was like a furniture thing. Yep. But the closest he wasn't on Celebrity Net Worth, so I had to do a bit more Googling, and the closest I could find is worth about one and a half million, which d- makes me upset. Hmm. He should be at least worth four. Just the same as Kyan. <laughs> Screw that guy. So I was like, they've done well out of it. Yep. And it was funny because I saw a clip, and it was whilst I'm talking to like his video camera on his phone, like, on his um, laptop or something, Carson, doing yeah. a little chat talking. It was from a few months ago or last year when they were talking about a new show coming out. And he goes, I could have easily done it. I've still got ideas. I could even recommend people to them. They're really good and all that sort of stuff. So he's seen a little bit of it. I've seen clips more recently where he's a lot more accepting of it and saying, oh, you got to go new people nowadays. And it's like, of course you do because he's 50. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I don't, I don't know exactly how old these new guys are, but most of them sort of feel that sort of... 20 to 30s sort of age group mm. and most of the people that they are making over are sort of in their 30s as well apart from a couple of older dudes so that makes sense you don't you don't want to have a, an older person get told what to do by a young person mm. maybe because I'm old and I wouldn't listen to a younger <laughs> well, that's, person that's a weird thing as well because I'm older now and I'm looking back and I'm looking at the original cast and I'm thinking that's more my age <laughs> yeah. but it's also 2002 that's probably my fashion then <laughs> so like looking at that going no oh, cargo pants pockets <laughs> Do you still wear cargo pants? I do not. I have hard jacket pants. Oh, okay. And they're workers' pants with knee pads. (laughs) So things have evolved since 2003. A lot more tears. Yeah. I think it's a better show now. It's different. But just calm down. Like, Anthony, don't try so freaking hard. Just cook your freaking stupid meals. Don't try and have your moment because you can't talk. Just wear your cool freaking shirts from 1998. You're the man, all right? He is. I I do think it's good that they all had their moments. Don't force it, though. Sometimes I've had a little forced. Hmm, like Bobby. Just just make your cupboards with no doors. You're often it's fine. Yep, and tan with his print shirt and <laughs> skinny leg jeans. It did become a little predictable. Yeah. But anyway, and that's it. a problem with t- when you binge. Yep. If it was like, maybe if they did four, and then a couple of weeks again, another four. Or maybe if Netflix just dropped one episode a week. Oh, rather than no, then it becomes them. appointment TV. And if it's not good, you sort of go, oh, that was a fizzer. So you sort of binge enough that, oh, yeah, I get four, and you have a nice night in, and you have a cu- glass of wine. A avocado and grapefruit salad, <laughs> and you know, and then you go, oh yeah, that's cool, and you binge four, yep. and then you're excited for another month when another four comes out. Where if you do it one a week, you get excited for that one. That one has to deliver then, yeah. and when it doesn't, you're like, oh, hmm. and then you don't get excited for the next one as much. I think all of them delivered. I, I don't think there was a fizzer episode. There was a few bits where they may not have done the best makeover on the house, or yep. they may have done oh, the shitty moments. food. Yeah, I think every episode did have its moment. And the funniest moment. <laughs> Are you going to say the fireman episode yes. where they were teaching them how to dance? Yes. Yep. Because <laughs> they all did a knee slide like at Boreham, like in um, Strictly. The kid at a wedding dance. Not the kid at the wedding. Or I'm thinking, Strictly Boreham. No, Daddy Dancing. Oh, yeah. That one too. And they're all doing it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have a go of it. They show all the other firemen doing it. Then the guy they're making over <laughs> goes to do it. And he's very short. <laughs> <laughs> and he instantly learns that when you just have bare skin against a parquet floor, you just stop. <laughs> and it's a wonder he didn't faceplant, but he recovered well. He did. Hmm. Anyway. Okay, that was a lot longer than it should have been. That's what she said. <laughs> or he said. Maybe. Anyway, 
that's the new series Queer Eye on Netflix. If you have Netflix, I highly recommend going and watching it. Mm-hmm. I think anyone that's got Netflix has watched it because they've been shilling it quite a bit. Yeah. But anyway, that's us for this little episode that's a lot longer than it normally is. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with our normal regular episode. Cool. All righty. Thank you. All right. Bye.